Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 91st episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Today, I'm going to be going over hand from a $5,000 buy-in World Series of Poker event. But first, I wanted to make sure you are all aware of my free webinar series at holdenbook.com slash live. H-O-L-D-E-M-B-O-O-K.com slash live. These are in conjunction with my best-selling book, Excelling at No Limit Hold'em. We have a lot of free webinars coming up in the very near future. So be sure to check it out. So in this hand, we are playing 25,000 chips deep at 75,150. A loose aggressive player raises from the hijack seat to 400. And I decided to three bet from the cutoff with ace two of clubs. I think this is a pretty standard scenario to re-raise. In position, you want to be re-raising with more than only premium hands. You'll find a lot of amateur players only re-raise with hands they think are great. And that's definitely a huge leak. You want to be re-raising with a range that makes it to where your opponent never really knows what's going on. You want to make it tough on your opponent, not easy. And the way you do that is you re-raise with a, a somewhat wide range. So we re-raise the ace to a clubs. I think calling is also fine, but I like applying pressure. Especially if I have a guy who's loose and aggressive on my right, who I think will slow down if I start re-raising him a high portion of the time. You don't really want to just call a guy's raises a lot because that makes it to where he doesn't have to fear getting re-raised too often. And that's a good thing for him. So anyway, you want to put your opponents in bad spots. That's what it amounts to. We get a pretty good flop. We have ace two of clubs. It comes eight of clubs, five of clubs, three of clubs. So we have a flush. Flushes are great. Our opponent checks, and I'm certainly going to value bet here. Pot's 2,400. I bet 1,200. I don't think you want to bet huge in this spot or even somewhat large. We want to do everything we can to keep our opponent in with a hand like queen of clubs, jack of diamonds, or something like that. When you start betting larger, like 20 or maybe 2,000 or more, maybe even 1,600 or more, you really force your opponent to have something. And if you think about a raising range from the hijack seat that's going to call a re-raise, it can't really have too much on 8-5-3. So we want to bet on the smaller side, even though we do have the nuts. Typically with the nuts, you want to try to play a big pot, but we always want to think about your opponent's range and try to figure out, is that range capable of playing a big pot? And in this spot, it's usually not going to be. Turn is another 8, the 8 of spades. Not really what we want to see because we don't have the nuts anymore, but... We still have a pretty good hand. If I was to bet the turn and get raised, I would call and then call the river. I'm not trying to fold. But at the same time, our hand is really good. So our opponent checks, and I definitely want to bet again. So given that he check called the flop, and I think his range is somewhat weak, that should lead me to continue betting small on the river. I'm sorry, on the turn. So I decide to bet 2,100 into the 4,800 pot. I think this is a pretty good sizing um, we're not trying to get it all in or anything like that in this hand, so you know, just blasting it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And the reason we're not trying to get it all in is because, again, I don't think my opponent has a hand that's too particularly good. So we do bet small, and our opponent does call, which is great. Then the river's a queen of clubs, so now our opponent could easily have a flush. He checks. And now I have to ask myself, if my opponent has a flush, well, first off, it's the king high at best, and the board's paired. So will our opponent call a gigantic bet with the king high flush? And I would guess probably not. Uh, what if he has the jack or the 10 or the 9 high flush? Definitely not. So if I'm going to bet, I think I want to make it just like a normal bet. I don't think I need to go huge or tiny in particular. Because most people aren't folding a flush, right? As long as you bet reasonable. So 
I did bet 6,800 into the 9,000 pot. And I think this may even be a little bit on the big side. I think I would probably bet like 6,200 today if I was sitting at the table playing this hand. But I think this is right in the ballpark of a bet that a flush is never going to fold to. And that's really what you want to size your bets to accomplish. You don't want to bet... Like, imagine if we went all in on the river, for example. Our opponent's going to fold pretty much his whole range, I imagine, which would make it a pretty sweet bluff size. But if I'm not trying to be so concerned with balance or anything like that, I think this is just a good bet size to get called. And since I want to get called, seems like a pretty sweet bet. If my opponent checks shoved all in on this river, I would be very sick. Very, very sick. I'm trying to think what I, what I would even do. I'd probably fold... Because it's so easy for me to have the ace of clubs. So if he's checked shoving, he can probably beat the ace of clubs, right? Yeah, I don't know. That'd be a very nasty spot. Anyway, I bet 6,800. <laughs> you find that typically you aren't put in too many check shove situations on the river. So I did do the 6,800, and my opponent called, and I won, which is great. It's always good when you flop a flush and get paid, even when the board runs out kind of bizarrely to where you should not get paid so often, but most likely some I had the king of clubs, probably like king of clubs and a jack or a queen or something like that. Maybe ace king with the king of clubs. And by betting small on the flop and turn, we kept him in and then we got a reasonable amount of value on the river. So this hand worked out incredibly well. Make sure again to sign up for the free webinars at holdenbooks.com. We're going to be doing a webinar in the near future with Alex Fitzgerald. Here he is right here who is a world-class online player and coach. And he's going to be discussing a lot of fun situations like this where you really are just trying to get full value from your opponents while playing in a manner that is difficult to play against. It's very important to make yourself hard to play against. And you do that by making sure your ranges are never incredibly tiny. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you've enjoyed it, please tell your friends. That is by far the best thing you can do for me. And I thank you for being here, watching, or listening, wherever you are consuming this webinar. I'll talk to you next week.